Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Oh, so nice of you to ask. Um, Adam, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I just had a uh, Reese's um, peanut butter egg. Uh, Thank you, by the way. Absolutely delicious. Loved uh, Loved every little bit of that. For the, for the last three weeks, at least, Kroger has them on those like trays of six, you know? Yeah. Uh, on sale, buy to get one free. Ooh. So I've bought three every week for the last three weeks. So I got to tell you this, man. Reese's is doing it. It used to be buy one, get the second one for however much, you know, when you get the king size uh, uh, candy bars mm-hmm. of any of that Reese's Hershey's any of those things it was always buy one get the second one for a dollar buy one get one free now it's been a bunch of this buy two get one free mm-hmm. well <laughs> now I'm going in buying these Reese's Rages candy bars with the Reese's cup in the car it's like a Reese's candy bar with the caramel and the Reese's pieces I brought one for you once Delicious. I've been bringing those I've been buying those but I gotta buy three of them every time I'm so like sorry. I have to. No, the my stomach is the one that I that I'm apologizing to. Like it is rough on the old belly because if I've got one of those sitting in the passenger seat, look, I drive anywhere from 100 to 400 miles or 100 to 300 miles a day, right? Like I'm in the car a lot. I if it's sitting over there, I'm going to get it. I'm grabbing that son of a gun. It's not sitting there very long. No, they don't. I'll eat all three of them in a sitting for sure. Easy. Uh, if Reese's makes their candy bars or their eggs or their Christmas trees or whatever, or the regular ones, buy 40, get one free. Guess how many I'm buying? 41. 100%. I totally agree. All right. Adam, uh, the Nosebleed Sports Podcast is gonna- brought to you by Reese's. No, sorry, guys. Yeah. We're going to switch things up a little bit here today. Uh, we've got some sports. We're obviously going to talk about the Final Four. Um, if you are listening to this, the, we are recording Wednesday night. Final four starts on Saturday. Um, the NIT championship is tomorrow, Thursday. So if you're a Xavier fan, you want to hear what we think about it, uh, it you, may, you may not catch a podcast before the game, but hopefully X got the win uh, if you're listening to this after Thursday. Congratulations on the NIT championship. There you go. Oh, oh why would you that? do that? <laughs> Why did you do that? I can't believe you just did that. No, no, no. Congratulations on making it to the NIT championship is what I said. That's what you meant to say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Oh, my gosh. That's all right. That's all right, X fans. We can all blame Adam now. At least we've got a reason to blame somebody. Adam Baum, I agree. We can blame him all day long. Oh, yeah. And Sean Miller had his press conference and and, uh, pretty much didn't say a thing. Uh, won't talk, didn't talk about much of anything, uh, except made fun, uh, in his press conference after the announcement speech in his press conference, he made fun of Drew Lavender, which was hilarious. He was talking about Drew Lavender was in the same, was in the same McDonald's all American game as, um, as LeBron James. Oh, and he goes, and look at LeBron James and look at Drew Lavender. Tell me what LeBron does is not impressive because apparently Drew's got gray hair and looks he's just looking a little shabby out there. He wasn't in, let's just say he wasn't in the best of shape. Oh, you know, what my favorite part about Drew Lavender was his last name. 
Well, is, that was cool. He's one of your favorite colors. Or he smells. came from, he transferred, I think, from Alabama mm. to Xavier, I want to say. But Drew wore the, mo- the most baggy pants, shorts you ever like. He had hit. That was that era. It, it might be the fact, yeah, because CJ Anderson was the same way, but it might have been the fact that he was only like five, six. So he was wearing, you know, David West shorts and they just went down to his ankles. But that's what that's that was that era. That's what we grew up in. Right. I was in my teenage years. That was that's why I it, it annoys me when my knees when I have a pair of shorts that go above my knee. I cannot I can't do it. I look like a dude. I look like those guys where you're like, oh, my gosh, pull your pants up because you can see my drawers because I can't not have it below the knee. It, I feel naked. Yeah, feel naked. Can't yeah. stand it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into all that. Let's start this, though, a little bit different. I think we got to go to pop culture, right? Yeah, sure. We love comedy. We do a comedy segment on the podcast every week. And Chris Rock hosts the Oscars and a uh, great comedian. We've, we've, we've done him on here before. I'm sure he's going to have another special coming out here pretty soon because he's been touring like crazy. Mr. Rock makes uh you know what i'm gonna let you set it up i'll let you set it all up and i want to because i'm 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 interested to hear i want to hear in your voice how you set it up and that will tell me how you feel about the situation okay so chris rock obviously one of the best comedians in the i I say obviously but it's up to everybody uh your own thing but chris rock considered mostly as one of the best comedians in the world um he was you know minding his own business doing uh, really nice jokes for everybody and uh, was just was doing it perfectly. And uh, Will Smith, who's a giant bully and an awful guy. Start over. Start over. Start over. Start over. All right. No. Okay. For real. At the Oscars, number one, had no idea the Oscars were happening until everybody started tweeting about this. Yeah. And then I had to go back and watch it. That's happened every year for the last like five years. Had no idea when the Oscars were until after they were over. But anyway, um, <laughs> until you heard that Will Smith smacked the living daylights out of Chris Rock. Right. So so that's what happened. So Chris Rock is is up there. He's he's just out there. He wasn't hosting. He's just out there to present an award. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was hosting. My bad. No, that's what I thought too at first. Oh no, uh, Noah. Trevor no Trevor Noah was the host, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I've seen zero seconds of any clips of Trevor Noah. I have seen the Chris Rock. I saw one with him partying with Will Smith afterwards, and he was like talking to Will Smith afterwards. Okay. Um, Chris Rock is up there, and he's going to do some jokes, you know, as he should. If you're having Chris Rock on the stage to present an award, he's going to tell a joke. You better do some jokes. He, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife was there, and Will was there. They were very close to the front, and she has recently shaved her head bald. Chris Rock makes a joke that wasn't even worth saying just because it wasn't that funny. It was a really old reference that was way overused 20 years ago yep. when, when G.I. Jane came out, and <clears throat> which was about the lady who shaved her head. Demi Moore goes into the army, shaves her head. So then every girl with really short hair was G.I. Jane for three or four years or whatever after that. He says, Jada, can't wait for... You know, can't wait for G.I. Jane to can't wait for it. Something like that. Pretty, pretty mild. Right. I I feel like that. I I won't even ask that yet. That's what happens. 
they show a clip. Will Smith is laughing. It, it's probably one of those courtesy laughs because he's up front. I've been in that situation. I've been in the front row at comedy shows before. These guys are saying stuff. Sometimes not every word that comes out of their mouth is funny. Not every joke is going to be funny. Sometimes when you're up front and they can look right at you, you feel like you kind of have to at least give a little fake laugh sometimes. Sure. I think that might be because that it wasn't a funny joke. I mean, it just anyway. I love Chris Rock. I have tickets for his. <laughs> I bought tickets a month ago for his tour when it comes here. By the way, since this has happened, he has added second shows in almost every city because <laughs> he's selling sold out. Sold out every. <laughs> anyway, um, he, Will Smith laughs. Jada Pinkett Smith kind of smiles at first and then gives a frown, kind of shakes her head, did not like the joke. Apparently, which I had no idea, I assumed she was doing this for style. Apparently, she has alopecia. She's been dealing with some hair loss and that kind of thing. So that's why she did it. Um, and that, I guess that's why she was. She didn't like it. She didn't like the joke. Will Smith sees that, I think, and says, uh-oh. All right, all right, hold on. Now. Hold, hold on now. Let's take a second. <laughs> okay. Oh, it sounds like you disagree with that. No, 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 no. I want to take a second to talk about this part because this is where everything goes down will smith first off will smith wins an oscar his first ever oscar for best actor or something how is that possible i don't know because he's had some amazing roles so and i love will smith love love with less let me say that too yeah huge will smith's fan since for 30 years right right. so so look we've all been married right no, no, no. sorry. We've all been in no. relationships. We've all been in relationships, right? Yeah. You can think one thing, but when you get that little, you get that little peripheral vision off to the side and you see the upsetness, oh, man, I got to go do something about this now. I got to say something. Man, I don't want to say something now. That is where I feel like Will should have taken his time to say something afterwards or do what he did and scream. Instead, instead, somehow he got the he, he got from her that he needed to stand up and do a little bit more. Hmm. Right. I mean, that kind of seems like what it was. I Do you think she do you think he felt like because of her reaction, he had to do all of that or he just had to say something? I think oh, if it was me, I just would have said something. But now let's take this another step back. Right. Oh, Will. Oh, Will obviously wasn't doing his best. Uh, you know, to keep old Jada happy throughout COVID and all this stuff, because come to find out old girl was sleeping with Jada's Jada, Jaden, Jaden, Jaden. Yeah. Jaden's like one of Jaden's friends, one of her son's friends, August something. She comes out, tells the world about it, tells him in front of the world, right? Tells him in front of the world, talks to him about it in front of the world. He obviously already knew about it, but the reason he knew about it is because this August dude's on the tweet box saying, "Eh, hey, Mo, yeah, I can treat you. I treat your gold girl better than better than you do, or something like that." And now she has to explain. She tells the world, "Yep, I been, I did. It is what." So, so now is this where Will Smith is like, you know what? I'm sick and tired. I'm, I'm the biggest, baddest. Son. I'm still, I'm still fresh from from Philly in the hood. And somebody better respect my name, right? I know I'm a funny guy and I play around, but it's time to put, I, I gotta, I'm, I'm gonna have to show back. I gotta show Jada, I'm still the man. 
I got to show this world I'm still the man. That's what I got out of it. And he walked up and he and Chris Rock looked like he was like, Chris Rock knew something was about to happen. I don't think he, he obviously didn't know what, but he knew something was going to happen because you can see him kind of like, he kind of like is like ducking a little, looking at him like, oh, what is this crazy cat about to do? And holy cow, he open hand smacked this dude across the face and then turned around and walked off stage because he knew Chris Rock wasn't going to do nothing. Chris Rock goes, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> I was cracking up. He's like, wow. Yes, that is so perfect for, for, for Chris Rock anyway. So anyway, anyway, I thought, the, I, what, what are your thoughts on the matter, brother? Let's just talk about your thoughts on the matter. That's my thoughts. I think I think old boy started feeling a little uh, a little not himself these past few months, and uh, and he uh, he took took matters into his own hands. I agree with you. That's very possible that it was kind of a lot. I don't think that joke bothered him like that. I don't think his reaction was because of the joke. I agree with you that I think it's many things, and possibly that. I mean, he unfortunately, especially after this. I, you know, you hear a lot of people kind of, kind of dogging him about, about the thing about Jada not being happy with him in certain yeah. areas and that kind of stuff. And they, they've talked about how they've almost split up a few times and that kind of stuff uh, and took breaks and all that kind of stuff. I think that was one of her excuses and, yep. and for doing that. And then other, everybody seems so positive that they've had this open relationship. I don't know if they've ever said that for sure. It doesn't sound like it from the way it was. It sounded like they were just, they just kind of called it quits for a minute. And it sounds like Will was out. not under the impression. That <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> no, Will was not. So anyway, I, I agree with you. I think that could very well be, and it could be that and other things that we don't even know about. But yes, he reacted in a way. And then in his speech after he won his award, he sort of tried to explain it or whatever. Yeah, he, he kind of did. You know what the coolest part about that whole thing was, though? When he thanked Denzel Washington, because yeah. apparently after that whole thing went down and he went back to his seat and started screaming, keep my wife's effing name out, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. And he screamed it two or three times, which you can't hear in the English version, but you can hear it apparently in Japanese. So that's where they get all oh, this. Yeah. So anyway, so when he's screaming all that out and Chris Rock looks at him, he's like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Like Chris Rock is like, all right, man, I get it. Like. But it was a harmless joke. I didn't say nothing. So, anyway, uh, Denzel apparently goes to commercial after that thing's all over with. Denzel walks over, grabs Will, and he tells him some of the oh, Denzel must be. I'm gonna tell you right now. Smooth I wish the operator. Huh? He is a smooth operator. Did you hear what he told him? Did you yeah, hear that whole thing? I did the, hear what he's told. The him. the devil comes at you when you're at your highest points or something. Look out for the de- and sure enough, that devil got to Will because Will done smacked us. Out of Chris Rock, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of like. I ain't gonna lie to you. I kind of. I, I. I don't like violence. I don't like people. Uh, there's no reason to go up there and smack somebody. But I don't know. It just made the Oscars interesting because nobody really cares about the Oscars, right? Who cares about the Oscars except for actors? If you put, yeah, you're right. If you put that, if you put the whole thing, all of the details aside, yeah, it did make a lot more people turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee um, it. Or go back and watch it later. I, I can't imagine a scenario where somebody could say that that they're fine with Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. No, there's no way. In, in fact, I I wish Chris Rock would have walked back down there and smacked him back. See, that's a, that's a that's what a lot of people. I know. Fact, now Jake Paul wants everybody to fight and box. And no, nah, I know. I no, don't care about 
I tell the kids all the time, somebody hits you doesn't mean that you're allowed to go hit them. Right. P- uh, um, Jay Okerson and Dan Soder on the bonfire. were talking about this and I, I, they're two of my favorite comedians and I completely disagreed. They're like, how do you, you are, he was such a, and they were using all the words, you know, B word and all that kind of stuff talking about Chris rock. Yeah. For letting saying, somebody for letting do, that him do that. First completely off, disagree. No, I disagree with that. You're on the Oscars. You're on TV. All the biggest state, like you can, you can't do that. You can't do what Will Smith did. And Chris Rock did the best thing by laughing about it. He made, because of the way Chris Rock responded, he made Will Smith look worse. If he would have came up and, and just to turn into a knockdown drag out, it would have been both of them are idiots. They're both, this is so ridiculous. And it would have escalated and gotten way worse. And they yep. might have shut the thing down and or yeah. whatever. It, yes, it would have been way worse if if Chris Rock had responded in a violent way or had a screaming match with him or yeah. whatever. It would have been way worse. I've been trying so. to see. Did Chris Rock apologize? I know Will Smith came out and said no, something. I don't think so. I hope Chris Rock never apologizes for this. No, I don't think he will. Um, Here's the deal. You can't. Well, I mean, listen, I, I'm 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 sorry. I didn't know your wife had. A condition. Well, here's the thing: if he wants to directly apologize to to Jada, yeah, then fine. It, not publicly. Yeah, Call to, her yeah. or whatever. I, I'm sure they know they know each other. Will they, Smith and Chris they, Rock have worked together. Yeah, exactly. And so, I, if he wants to do that, that's fine. I didn't know you actually had a condition. I thought you were doing that for style or whatever. I was. It was a stupid joke that it, it wasn't even funny anyway. I didn't care. I, I just. It was a throwaway. Like, I didn't think you'd be upset about it. That's the only reason I did. It was like most jokes that are on those Oscars and stuff. They're stupid jokes that are terrible. And everybody is. Everybody gets made fun of at those things. I mean, if there's a comedian doing doing. Yeah. Um. And that's the only good part of it. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> One hundred percent. If he wants to do, if he wants to do that privately with Jada, fine. Um, otherwise, yeah, no need for that. Yeah, I definitely fine if Will Smith apologizes. I don't he even. Did. He apologized. I don't know who he apologized to. Or he, well, he apologized. There was a statement. I'm sure it wasn't to Chris oh. Rock. Right. I don't know. I haven't read the statement. After. Okay. If yeah. there was a statement, I didn't see that yet. But. Uh, during his speech, he apologized to the, I don't know, Academy or whatever. I, and what is that anyway? Who is no, the I, Academy? And I've heard Academy Awards and Oscars. Are those two different things? Same thing. The same, no, it's, it's the, the same, same thing. thing. Okay. Had no idea. Um, anyway, if he wants to apologize to Chris Rock, I, I definitely think, I, I mean, I think he should. If he doesn't, I don't really care because I don't think Chris Rock really cares. That's the other thing. The overreactions from everybody. I know it's stupid for me to, to look at Twitter and care about what anybody else says. But number one, the thing that I just talked about, how people are saying Chris Rock just took it. and He's he's, you know, less of a man because of that. He should have done something. That's back. stupid. That's stupid, I think. Um, uh, uh, oh God, I just had another one in my head that's so, that everybody was saying was, um, oh, why? Why didn't uh, security step in? No one in their right mind would think Will Smith is going to go about up there to go and smack, smack him. him. Yeah. In fact, I think everybody at first thought this is a staged thing. Yeah. And I think then, everybody did think that. And then once and then once we saw Chris Rock's reaction, which is cool, as cool as he is in front of people, he was thrown off. For Heck a, yeah, for he was. A there. He was thrown off, and, and, which is even more impressive that he handled it the way he did. But he had to like stop for a second. He even looked over to the side to somebody, probably a producer or something, like, "What in the world am I supposed to do here?" And he even like stopped himself 
as as Will Smith was walking back, he's like, "Oh, I could." And then he stopped himself. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> he could go off with a ton more jokes. Oh, I'm could sure. you imagine if Chris Rock just decided to just roast <laughs> Will Smith in that moment? That would have been cool. I would have loved that. If I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I made fun of your brother or yeah, son. Or yeah. Like, like if you like as a comedian and something like that happens. This is how I am. Like, if you, I would, ne- I'm, not, I've never hit anybody in my life. Never been in a fight. I've been in fights with people. Other people have been in fights, but I'm not. I've never hit anybody. I've I'm always trying to break them up. Yeah. But if there's a fight, somebody comes up and hits me, and I'm fine. There's a, and they walk away. There's a good chance. My mouth is, it's going to be hard to make my mouth stop running at that point in time. It's going to be hard. My mouth is going to be going a mile a minute. And as a comedian, now that I think about it, that would have been the best thing for Chris Rock to do, to just turn his moment into the roast of Will Smith right there. And I love Will Smith, so I think it would have been great. I, yeah, I, I think it would have been really funny. I think it would have made it worse. But oh, sure. So the so Chris Rock's reaction to it afterward, and Will Smith's the the way he said what he said when he got back to his seat, you can see the actual anger. Yes, That's what his mouth was sure. quivering like that was real. Like his he was shaking his yeah. body. Part of it was because he knows that he realized he just went up there. Probably been a while since he walked up and smacked somebody open hand like that. Probably since the basketball court back in Philly. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. One little fight, you know, and his mom got scared. Everybody in the world on Twitter made that joke. Oh, now he's getting sent to Bel Air. Yep. Anyway. All right. So here's Will Smith. Here's Will Smith. This is off the uh, Insta snap or the Instagram. (laughs) I, did, I really didn't know which one it was from. <laughs> That's why I had to redo that one because I could have gone into that. On the Instagram, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unex- unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job. But a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear. And I reacted emotionally. So hold up real quick. Let me just say this. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job. Jada's got the same job as him, right? Can I just say that real quick? So jokes at her expense, guess what? Part of the job. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. That's exactly that's exactly what I expect to hear from Will Smith. 100%. That is a whole rack of bologna sandwich. You don't believe any of that. You think so? Oh, wait, hold on. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. Who's the Williams family? Venus and Serena. Why? Because King Richard was about them and they were there. Oh, that's right. They he was there. okay, okay. The Williams family and my King Richard family. I'm like, what? Okay. I deeply regret this is his favorite tennis player. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it was also I, you said uh, that Marcus so smart. You I'm said sorry. <laughs> you said it so fast. I was like, is that just the first Williams Williams <laughs> name you thought of? I thought you were totally just throwing that out there as one of these little sarcastic things. Uh, I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. So, 
You think that's a bunch of baloney? I don't think it's a bunch of baloney. I think yeah, I think his I think his agent and his and his uh P, all the people what are they PR people or public relay all the people around him. Brother, what you did was wrong. You better come up with something quick and make it sound real serious. When when a no no knowing Will though, the way I've ever, everything you've ever seen with Will when he does his stuff, like his real stuff, when he's just being him. That does seem. I'm. I'm sure Will came up two days later and was like, "Oh man, that's that's that why. Was stupid. That's why that I was said, really. Stupid. That's what I expect to hear from no, him because yeah. I. I think it's. I feel like that's way more genuine than you hear, uh, an athlete that gets in trouble for beating their wife or something like that or do, doing something gets caught doing something and then has to do that. Yeah. And In interviews, you see that guy after you know fighting in the middle of games all the time or saying stupid stuff or sounding yeah. like he didn't pass third grade. You know. Will Smith is totally different than that. He's 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 always a really upbeat, positive guy. Always yeah. very positive. Always talking about love and being kind to people and stuff. He always talks about that kind of stuff. That is the kind. He seems like a really smart guy too. That's the kind of stuff that I actually do. Now I agree. His publicist, he had help with that. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Not because he couldn't come up with it on his own, but just to make it sound as perfect as possible. That's what I mean. But I genuinely think that he. He believes he did something. He did. He, I think he thinks he did something wrong. Yeah. But he's also still trying to defend it a little. He bit. is. Yeah. He still see. Uh, that's where it get. Like I, I, when sometimes when people explain why they do something, it makes it seem like they're kind of. It's kind of haphazard. Like okay, look, I'm. <clears throat> I'm gonna apologize to you because it's what I'm supposed to do right now. But I want you to know what you did was wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of those kind of things. You know who's guilty of that? Sometimes, from time to time, especially in relationships. Me, you, that guy. We all are. I do it all the time. Everybody does it. Relationships, are you kidding me? That's the biggest thing. The the whole, the whole, I know, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just that yeah. when it's just that when but no, no, was, you're right, you're right. But I but he did it because I'm I'm just trying to I was trying to say what I was trying to say is uh-huh. I, I but I, I said this and you you took it as this. <laughs> <laughs> That is that's, that's yeah. terrible. Walk it back. Walk it back. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so final thoughts. Final thoughts. My final thoughts on Will Smith and Chris Rock. This will be forgot about, and it'll be one of those things that you won't hear again until after in two weeks. You won't hear about this again until the Oscars next year. Oh, interesting. Um, here's why I can't completely agree with that. And why I'm a little excited about this. Like I said before, I have tickets for June when Chris Rock comes here. Is there, or do you think out of respect for Will and Jada, he won't, he truly will not do this, do, will not do any jokes about this, or will he at least on the road where it's not going to be on film? You're okay. Is he going to, is he going to have five, 10 minutes of material on yes. that situation? I think he will, but I think, I don't think it's going to be ripping Will Smith apart or, or ripping it. It's not going to be that. He'll make fun of the fact that he got slapped and looked like a little bee, little little bit or something like that. It'll be that kind of a joke. It'll be Will 64. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, that's the stuff that it'll be. It he'll be making fun of himself in it. Uh, you might that, be right about that. that. That's how I would that's how I think he would turn that around. That seems like how Chris Rock would turn that around. I I don't disagree. Yeah, I I who knows what he's going to do with it? I, I kind of hope, you just he, hope does. he does something. So yeah, you I mean, see what's going on, right? Even if he doesn't, his show is going to be great. But yeah, I mean, I think that's why 
his ticket sales for the last three days have skyrocketed. You better believe that his agent is like, you better come up with some material and quick. We just sold a bunch of tickets, and there is one reason everybody bought them tickets. They want to hear something about this. He could he could sell out Soldier Field right now. He could sell out Jerry <laughs> Woodward. He, he could sell out to. He, whatever anyway. he wanted to. Um, yeah, that's that's the only reason I think it might not completely go away. And yeah. Saturday Saturday Night Live is going to do tons of stuff. Oh, Every podcast yeah. I've seen for the last two days has talked about it. Yeah. Has you know, there's some really bad ones, but staging similar things where one person slaps the other person on the show or whatever. It's already happening. Mm-hmm. You'll see that, but you're right. In two weeks, maybe it'll all be out of everybody's system. It'll be gone. Um, but yeah, that's that's it'll be gone. Joe Rogan still do, does a podcast. So the fact that all the stuff that Joe Rogan at one point or another has like somebody has said something about him, he still is the number one podcast on every platform. Yeah. So and everybody forgets about it and goes right back to listening to what the next dumb thing he'll say is not dumb. Because I don't think all of it is dumb. I think it's just controversial, right? Like he doesn't, he, he's not going to hold back. He's, he's, he's one of those typical comedians that will toe the line and cross it and doesn't care. Plus, it's a podcast. And guess what happens with a podcast? You do or say whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. And, and the only thing that happens is maybe you lose a sponsor. You lose a sponsor. Maybe you lose some people that, that listen to it, but you still have a lot and you still have, yeah. you're still making a lot of money from it. Um, yep. All right. I don't know. That's, I, I mean, my final thing is, Hopefully, hopefully Will Smith doesn't lose out on a, you know, he's not going to lose his career entirely or anything like no, that. But Will ain't going to lose that. No, Will's, Will's It fine. seems like he's lost some fans, maybe. And the whole, <laughs> Dude, com- the whole comedy world is angry with him. The whole comedy world is angry with him. But he was but, never a comedian. Will Smith was never a comedian. No, no. And it, it, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like he's not going to be able to. It's not like he's going to try to he's go not to sell or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. It's still you have uh, a big, a lot of people with a lot of eyes on them talking negatively about him. It'll be over before you know it. Something else will happen, and they'll start talking about something else. It'll be over before you know it. That's right. Happens with everything. Russia slash Ukraine ended uh, the pandemic, and then this ended the Russia Ukraine thing for a couple days. Mm, Yeah, that's back. It's back. back. That one's gonna be a tough one to end. (laughs) Pretty sure there's only one guy that's gonna be able to end that one. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) um anyway yeah a a very unfortunate thing uh it's kind of fun to talk about or whatever but uh it's it's too bad it happened um i i like both guys so much i want everybody else to like both of those guys so so much so so how about this how about this what if what if this is i hope this happens this will be so great if at the at the duke north carolina final four game there's they pan out in the crowd and Will Smith and Chris Rock are sitting next to each other, one of them in a Duke shirt and one of them in a Carolina shirt. <laughs> that would be so great. That's the best thing they thing. could do right now is make a movie together or, you know, show up doing something, joke about it, have have Chris Rock walk out and Will Smith fake smack, you know, something to that nature when they go to the next, whatever the next movie award thing front, is. Front row of the next Lakers game on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, or whatever. Play around and, you know, mess around with it, right? That's the best thing that could happen right now. Yeah, I don't know if they'll if if they'll be uh, messing with each other uh, for a little bit, but I think they're going to be fine. I'm, they'll probably I'm sure. be friends after this. Yeah, uh, it might just take a little time. 
All right. Well, uh, look, you already mentioned something that I want to talk about here. Final four, buddy. What do you think? Who we got in the final four? We A lot of talk about Duke in North Carolina. Obvious reasons. We'll get to that in a second. The game that's not getting a lot of talk right now might be the better game, honestly. Villanova and Kansas, one seed versus two seed. Nova just seems to be here all the time, even though uh, I don't know that Jay Wright will ever beat Gino Ariema's 14 straight Final Fours. Anyway, Villanova just seems to be in this situation all the time. Yeah, especially in the past 10 years. And uh, Jay Wright's done an amazing job with Bill Self is no slouch of a coach. We've got four after all of the upsets in this tournament, we've got four blue bloods left and it's the way I love the turn. This is what I love about the tournament is you get all these crazy games, but when it comes to the final four, it's always four really good teams. Yeah, absolutely. It's exciting. It's kind of exciting. I know everybody wants the underdogs to win and everything, which is fun for the first weekend. Yes. But after that, I'm done. I want the best teams after that. Yes. I, yeah. I didn't want St. Pete. It was fun to see St. Pete. I didn't win. like him in the Elite Eight. I'm cool Same. with the Sweet 16, but that that the fact that they got to the Elite Eight, it's like, come on, boys, let's go. Somebody whipped this team. Yeah. Uh, and so, and North Carolina did, right? Yep. It was North, yeah. Whooped them. Put the spanking on them. Big time. Manic didn't get thrown out, and they had the game plan for it. Right. So, yeah, it, it I'll, I'll tell you, and, and I, I, I'm even nervous to tell you this because you're such a Xavier fan. Every time I watch Villanova and every time I see a watch a YouTube video of one of their practices, every time I watch Jay Wright speak in, a, in, a, in an interview, I love him and I love them more all the time. Listen, you're not hurt my feelings. You're not hurt my feelings at all. Listen, Villanova is the creme de la creme. I know you respect them. For sure. More than anything. I mean, Villanova is the savior of the MCC and A-10 right now. Like, mm -hmm. it's Villanova in the Big East, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, there's – there. I mean, yes, teams give them a run, and they didn't win the Big East this year, but you're going to come out uh, – Providence got a four seed. Providence had a better record, won the Big East, and they got a four seed. Mm -hmm. And Nova got a two seed. Because Nova – that's who Villanova is. And Villanova is, I don't even know how to describe them. It's it, it just, when they come to the Cintas Center or when we go to Villanova, you're just like, oh, God, this is going to suck. Uh, and I don't feel that way against any other Big East team when Xavier plays. I don't feel that way against any other team. Chris Mack, in his last two years, started making it a Villanova-Xavier conference. They split one Big East title. Xavier won one outright. Villanova obviously won like six straight or something like that. But but Xavier was was getting to that level with them, and it started to feel like, oh, when we play Villanova, there's a chance. Like we we're we're in these games now. Yeah. And then Mac left, and we are where we're at. So all I can do is hope that this. I know I'm turning this around totally different, but <laughs> I can I can hope that Sean Miller is a proven coach and can come out and really get Xavier back to that point they were four or five years ago where they were running, where there was another team in the Big East. It wasn't like Big East and then the rest of the Big East, right? The Big East is great. The Big East is good. But it's like the ACC, it's Duke, Carolina, and then everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, in, in whatever, in, in the Big 12, it's Kansas and everybody else. 
And that's what Villanova feels like in the Big East. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And by the way, apparently Sean Miller's already got his first recruit there you go. in hand um, before his before his desk chair is even warm. So uh, hopefully a, a move in the right direction. But yeah, Villanova is a, 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 a an, um, what's the program that is like more and more all the time they're getting closer to that duke carolina level that kentucky level yep. closer and closer and they've been a great program for a long time going all the way back to raleigh massimino and the, the teams in the 80s and that kind of thing but they're um, turning themselves into that blue blood yep right it was michigan state it was ucla it was kansas it was duke it was kentucky north carolina those blue bloods villanova is there now villanova's in that conversation as far as i'm concerned villanova's in years. that conversation yeah for sure yeah yeah for the last decade they're they're there um and and i'll tell you what having said that number one i would i want to see now duke win the whole thing for shashevsky in his last year the very last game ever yeah. to win a national championship will be the coolest thing ever I know a, a ton of people hate them or hate him, but Carolina fans want nothing more to make this his last game. Yes. They um, beat him in Duke for his last game in Cameron Indoor, and he was pissed when it was over. His little whatever you want to call that speech where he apologized after the game was over, and this will um, – I will not let this happen. And sure enough, he's going to get his chance. This is your chance, old man. This would be so fun. This, this game's going to be really uh, fun. So, apparently – Oh man, I just heard it today. Oh, it was the uh Magic Bird um NCAA final. That was the that is the most watched yeah. ever basketball game ever. Any basketball game, NBA or college. Still holds the record for what is that? The the ratings still has the most ratings. Yeah. Uh I don't think this is going to get there probably, but this right here has the opportunity because this has all of the makings to becoming one of the greatest games. One of the game, maybe not even a great game, but one of the games that people want to see and will be talking about for a very, very long time. Care about the most. And I potentially Carolina beat them by whatever it was, 13 or 14 or something like that. But I, they're they've gotten to this point now, and Duke's playing better basketball over the last couple of weeks, and so is Carolina. They're both they're Carolina both playing. is playing really they good are. basketball. Yeah, um, but and they got a bye last game. <laughs> That's right. They did have a bye last game, uh, but the, just the the motivation behind the rivalry, the best rivalry in college basketball, in any all of basketball. Yeah, and. With Shashevsky's last game being this or the next one, and having an opportunity to to win another championship before he goes out, this could be this could be the best basketball game potentially ever. Coach K is going to do everything he can to do to to, to coach this game at his best ability. That's and for and sure. You would think his players would do the same, thing. but that's the thing. Without even without without really wanting, you, you have no. You have, the pressure that is on these kids has just been placed on them. It's more than any other team in this tournament. Yeah. And it's because of Mike Krzyzewski. That's the whole reason why. So I don't, it's just, Oh my gosh, how are they going to, are they going to fold like they did in Cameron indoor or are they going to step up to the occasion this time? I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see. 
exactly how this goes down. I'm very excited about this game. I'm excited about both games, but especially this one. But if if Duke doesn't win either this game or the championship game, I wanted to. I want to see Villanova win it. And I know they've. I usually don't when there's a team that's won it. You know, recently or a couple of times or three times or whatever. Recently, I'm like, all right, ready for somebody else. Let's go on with you know. Let somebody yeah. else win. Everybody else in this Final Four has won. A million times they've 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 all won championships they've all been to final fours and everything so in this case there's not really an i don't feel like there's an underdog really in any of these there's no underdog left here no so i would love to see duke win if they don't i would love to see villanova win because jay wright's my next favorite coach man he he's my favorite coach maybe even more than shashevsky now i just i just love i just love watching the guy coaches team and um I, I watch a lot of their practice videos and he's done coaches clinics and stuff like that. I, I love that stuff. And he I don't know. I I, I should stop talking about that now because it's getting weird. But um nah man dude Jay Wright's got a lot of guys with man crushes on. <laughs> yeah. Very well dressed. Uh, one of the best dressed guys Stud, dude. is uh probably wears suits that are worth more than my house. But Anyway, uh, this Final Four is going to be really fun. It's kind of fun, even though we all love underdogs. It's kind of fun that these that these big time power programs yep. are all there. I love it's it. Just kind of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. You got so you got Duke, Carolina. You got Kansas and Villanova. Who you got, Kansas, Villanova? Oh, that's silly. You got Villanova. Yeah. Kansas is playing really good too, man. Yeah, they are. They Kansas are. I think it's playing a good really matchup. good. Yeah. That's going to be another good game. These are going to be two really good games. Yep. I don't even know how to pick any of these. I mean, I've got Duke winning in one of my brackets. So if Duke wins, I've got a chance of winning money. So, I mean, I'll, I'm half rooting for Duke in that case. But outside of that, I just want to watch a lot of good basketball. That's all I really care about right now. I agree with you. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so that we'll find out what happens. And then the championship game will be played by the time we're together again. Um, but in the more important, uh, the, the, the tournament that people care way more about, the NIT, you have Xavier. You know, back in the day, the two tournaments were, were really equal yeah. until, what was it, 80-something or 78, 80-something? I can't remember. There's a year in there somewhere where the NCAA said, if, you get, if, if we offer you a spot, you have to take it. Mm. When, that, when that change happened, the NIT kind of fell back but there were teams that chose to go to the nit instead of the ncaa tournament so at one point in time i mean the, there were the best team in college basketball at not every year but could have been in the nit instead of the ncaa tournament so they, there's you know back in the day this was as big a tournament as there gets now obviously now it's a totally different story you wait and to see if you make it to the ncaa tournament then go here and i've had a couple guys talk in fact a good friend of the show joe leonard uh, uh, was saying, you know, it doesn't this just even if they win the NIT, doesn't it just feel like they're the 68th best team in the country or the 69th best team in the country? And I said, absolutely not. That's not even close right now. Do you want to say that maybe, you know, what's 10 times four, 40th, you know, 40, does this make them the 41st best team in the country? Okay. That, maybe. that, yeah, then yes. Well, come on, man. There are so many teams that are in that NCAA tournament that, 
don't belong and so but they but because of the way the the field goes you know it gives these conference champions a chance to get in there which i love that's fun that makes what makes the first weekend so much fun but at the same time let's be honest you win the nit you're you know you're top 50 that's about it you know what one of my and i i don't mean to bring it back to the ncaa because we went into the nit and xavier being there you know what one of my least favorite things has been for the last couple of weeks here? What's that? People that are, especially since last weekend, since Duke won to get to the uh, Final Four, people actually saying and believing that the tournament and the officials in the tournament have I'm been... I'm so done with that. ...have been uh, conspiring to make sure Duke gets as far as they can. So I'm going to tell you, I, I, oh, I hate this so much. I know. I had a guy, there's a, there was a teacher of ours. Uh, what was his name? Darnell, Mr. Darnell. Huh? The all-star game. Was it the all-star? Oh, somebody was talking about when, um, when Cal Ripken Jr. Hit a home run in the all-star game. Was it in his H- very H- last? Hideo Noma or Chano Hideki, Park? Hid, it was Chano Park. Chano Park. Yeah. Against Chano Park. And Mr. Darnell, I'll never forget that. Mr. Darnell talking about that and saying, ah, the all-star game's all set up. They just He just threw him a cookie and he hit it out. Who, first off, if anybody knows Mr. Darnell, that boy doesn't – he wasn't – he didn't play very many sports, I don't think. So – Old man. Old man. Okay. Darnell, old okay. man. Yeah. Little Timmy. I like Timmy Darnell. He was a good dude. Yeah. Old man Darnell made me take – it's oh, a whole nother story. <laughs> it takes summer school because of him. Anyway, um, serve one up. Yep. So serve one up and he just hit it out. First off, I don't care who, like, <laughs> what? I hate when people act like just walking out and walking onto a field, walking onto a, a court, walking onto a golf course. You can just walk out there and, oh, well, they're going to make this easy so I can get a hole in one. No, guess what? That doesn't work that way. Like, I didn't just walk, oh, he got a hole-in-one on his birthday. Oh, well, yeah, they set that one up. No, that's not how it works. Doesn't, you ever seen a golf ball in a hole from how far you got to hit it from? That's stupid. You know how hard it is to hit a baseball? The pitch was like a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, not, which 90-mile-an-hour fastball is not that fast. I, I'm just, I don't even know how fast it was. I'm just saying, stand in there and see if you, what you can do with a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. Even you're saying, even if he did throw it right down the middle and serve, even if he up, was serving it up, you know how hard it is still to hit a home run in game situation. You know still how hard that is. Yeah, it ain't that easy. Otherwise, every single pitch in batting practice would be a home run. Guess what? They're not. I, I like your analogy with the hole in one because it reminds me of something that I just saw yesterday that made me laugh so hard, and it's. Big sports news, so we need to cover it on this podcast. Yes, let's do it. Donald Trump <laughs> released a an official statement to tell everyone that he got he got a hole in one while he was playing with Ernie Els and some other professionals. Nice way to go, man. Hey, listen, I don't care who you are; you can like the man or you don't have to. I applaud anyone that gets a hole in one. That is the luckiest <laughs> daggone thing that you can ever do because there ain't no skill involved. For 99.9% of people in this world, there is zero skill involved in getting a hole-in-one. It is 100% luck. 
they got a guy in our golf league. He's got a hole in one. You know how he got it? Hit off a tree. Ball hit <laughs> off a tree. He bladed it, smoked it into a tree, bangs off the tree, rolls up, goes in the hole. Guess what, bub? Uh, you can tell everybody the rest of your life you got a hole in one. Ain't no skill involved. Now, for all you fellas out there that got four, five, six, ten of them, all right, you know what you're doing, right? That, there's, that's, you know what you're doing. But if you got one hole in one, even most people with two hole in one, man. You think so? I mean, I'm not saying that you know, much go- like I'm not saying that you're not a good golfer. Like I can I can hit a ball flush every now and then and it gets kind of close, you know, but I don't I have no way of knowing if it's, it's so ridiculous to me. I, I hate the hole in one. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. It was mostly because I'll never have one, but when I get one, I'm telling everybody and their brother, you better believe it. The statement was just so funny. It's I wish so I, perfectly on yes, brand. Perfect on it Donald Trump. So it was like, I did it. Since I, everybody has been asking and everybody wants to know. It, it was like that. It was one of those things. Like, I just, I, I just need to tell you that uh, I was playing with Ernie Els and these best golfers in the world, and I beat them on this hole. That's how he framed it. Like, oh my god, dude, easy! I love it. Uh, uh, congratulations on the hole in one. That is pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie, that's all I'm thinking about is the hole in one part of it. Yes, this, you're right about the rest of it, though. That is perfect. It was on really brand. Funny. Yeah, that's right. I beat him on that hole. He'll never ever be able to say he ever beat me on that hole. He definitely, <laughs> be, I definitely beat him on that hole. Well done, well done, my friend. Well done. I don't know, man. It's, I'll tell you what. There, there are just so many things in that nature and that whole serving them up. Well, I don't even remember how we got. Oh, the the Carolina Duke thing. We, yeah. The, if you watched any of this basketball, that it didn't work. It didn't go down that way. Didn't go down that way. You think, you think that they wanted Kentucky to lose to the Peacocks? There is no one in TV rating history that won. I don't care. How many people started yelling, roll peacock or, or let your peacock fly or whatever they were talking about it? Fly, peacock, fly, I think is what they're saying. I don't care how many people say that. If Kentucky's still in that, you're getting more viewership for Kentucky in that than you are in the Elite Eight or the Sweet 16 than you are for the St. Peter's Peacocks. Yeah. Maybe you get a handful, you know, you get the normal people that would be watching it anyway root that are going to go oh man i'm rooting for this underdog but if kentucky's in it and you get all if anything the ncaa is doing whatever they can to keep kentucky in something as long as they possibly can so the fact that that's i can't stand that that is so annoying i hate that with sports i hate it mostly because the people that say it are so horrible at sports or any athletic endeavor that that's just their, oh, well, yeah, anybody. Hey, they just made that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's that easy to do. Because it's that easy to do, bro. Yeah. Go outside, see if, see if you can make a layup. Go outside and make a layup and then tell me. You just make a layup and then tell me that the referees wanted, in the NCAA wanted these two teams in it and they can do, make it happen. Get out of town. Yeah. I'm sorry to bring it down. It's just that's been oh my God. Just to hear people say stuff like that is is so hard to ah, it's hard to it's hard to look at. What kind of people what kind of person are you that when something so cool like this happens for the first time ever? First time ever Duke and Carolina have ever played each other in the tournament. First off, that's pretty cool. They they played each other in the 1971 NIT. There you go. Back to your point. There you go. 
So, but never played each other in the NCAA tournament. Right. So, why would they just all of a sudden choose now to do it? There's been so many years where they were like one and two in the country. Yeah. Yeah. You want them to play each other. That would be unbelievably awesome. Yeah. But now, even, now you do it. Even for Shashevsky's last year, it doesn't, you can't, you can't make enough bad calls or calls for Duke or whatever in a game to actually decide the game with that stuff. In, in well, officials, was Duke in a close game yet? I don't even know. But but officials are too serious about their craft to do something like that anyway, except for Donahue uh, or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, that's right. But anyway, <laughs> that was just – if you think that, if you're listening to this and you truly think that you're not a how bad you're not a fan. How bad is your life that your first thought when something really cool happens is, oh, they just made that happen. How how terrible is your everyday life that you have to be upset about that? Why do people have to be? I'm, you know what I'm sick and tired of? When good things happen and somebody's got to rain on the parade. Why? Why people got to be like this? Why can't we be more like Will Smith and just always be happy and loving and, and good people and peace, love and harmony? You know what I mean? I mean, unless you talk about his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which apparently everybody did for a very long time. And then I guess he just got his chance to get back at somebody. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Uh, Sorry I brought that way, around. Way to bring it. Way to bring it back around. That kind of ties, ties the boat. Although, so Xavier. Uh, Texas A&M. Texas A&M had a pretty good year. They did, um, and they played really well the other night too. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm gonna, I was all, I was almost going to ask you, do you like Xavier in this game? I mean, come on. But here's the deal: Xavier. Xavier is the first off. If anybody did, you watch the game? You watched it, but you couldn't hear it. I hear it. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Here's the deal: If you're an announcer, if you're a color guy, oh, I'm totally cool with you saying something. I'm great. You say whatever you want. You should say it, but. Do we have to just repeat the same thing constantly? This guy hated Xavier. He really did not want Xavier to win. Xavier is terrible when they are behind. They're great right now. Yeah, look at them. Oh, they're doing the hand motions. And he got so mad at every single thing Xavier did. Xavier was handling the game. And he just kept bringing it back to, yeah, but they're such a terrible team when they're behind. What? They're not behind. And how do you say that when we're just down by nine with three minutes left against Vanderbilt the game before this and came back with poison, unbelievable, uh, I don't know, just greatness and came back and won. Who are you? I, I want to know who this idiot was. I can't. Fran Fraschilla. Was that Fran Fraschilla? I was so was annoyed with this dude. I'm texting my my dad and, and Joe Leonard the whole game. Nobody's responding to me. I'm like, what is – am I the only one listening to this that it's annoying me? What – if you say it once, I get it. You're like, hey, man, like I'm going to tell you right now, Xavier's looking really good. And when they're ahead, they play well. But, boy, when they're behind, they lose all their – they lose all determination and they turn into a bad team. I've seen it. I was there for the St. John's game. It was bad. You, I get it. Say it. Maybe even once in the first half, once in the second half. But when a team's coming out and really dominating a game, can you just be nice to them for a little bit? Just for a minute. Okay, your reaction to that, makes me think it must have really been bad because exactly exactly what we're kind of we're just talking about fan bases are so unreasonable and you hear that kind of stuff all the time yeah. all the time Bengals fans said it 
every week. Every Bengals fan hates Tony Romo now. Whatever. And yeah. I'm like, every every fan base thinks that announcers are against them. Referee national announcers are against them. Referees are against them. And and uh, everybody else's fans are are annoying and obnoxious. Every fan base thinks that about everybody else. Everybody's out to get them. Everybody's against them because it's a thing that brings them together. It's, you know, it makes you feel stronger yep. about your team and that yeah. kind of thing. But it, and so, so I was seeing this all over Twitter, about Xavier people talking about this. I'm like, okay, another one of these things. Hearing I, I you don't, say it, I don't, I don't get on Twitter it a little bit. I haven't been on Twitter, so I don't know any of that, what's been going on. And my dad and Joe never said a word to me back. So I just thought maybe I was the only one that thought it. But apparently not. I'm going to tell you right now, like and the thing is, is that he would go, he would say something really good. Like, man, Xavier's really looking good right now. They're really hitting their shots. But I'm going to tell you when they when they're behind, though, they just can't. They are they are terrible when they're behind. I've watched them. There's this is a totally different team. I, I'm t- it was ba- like this dude couldn't say a good thing without saying how bad they had. Well, bad of a season they had. I get it. They lost 10 out of the last 12 games. Trust me. We all know. You have to tell us 15 times that that happened and how bad we were at the end of the year. We're playing really well right, right now. Really, really well under Jonas Hayes. Jonas Hayes is doing things Travis Steele never did, and it kind of sucks because I really like Travis Steele. I know everybody hates Travis Steele. I like Travis Steele. Unbelievable recruiter. Been great for Xavier for over a decade. Struggled as a head coach. You're seeing now Jonas Hayes looks good back. I mean, he's Jonas Hayes is making a name for himself. He has changed the way they play. They have determination. They are they play with aggression. He switches guys out constantly. We're playing eight or nine guys again. Really, probably eight, eight or nine. And in where Travis would just play six or seven, and you know maybe some bugs, one of the other guys would get in for a minute and a half and put really play really well for like three minutes, and he pull them out and they never see the court again. And in the second half of games, we look dead tired and we make good comebacks and we come back because, you know, we've got the, but I don't know, man, it's just Jonas Hayes is doing a really good job. And I would have rather listened to Fran Fraschilla talk about how well Xavier, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I know how bad Xavier was at the end of the season. They also were a top 15 team for the first three quarters of the season. So, I don't know. It, it it was bad. I want you to go. I hope you go back and listen to this and tell me. I want now. I want you to go back and watch this game. I don't know if you can or not. There's a way to go back and watch this game. I want you to watch it and tell me if I now now that everybody else is doing it and you're talking like that. I'm starting to feel like maybe I got to walk myself back. Maybe I got a little ahead of my head of my boots. I I'm almost the opposite. I feel like because you are a level-headed, reasonable fan, much more so than most other people I know for your favorite team. And so I feel like maybe it was as, you know, as bad or almost as bad as, as people were saying, but um, I'll, I'll see if they release it on uh, VHS or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know if I find it at the blockbuster. Okay. And uh, so, yep, we'll check it out if that's the case. And, uh, but yeah, besides that, I don't know, but Texas A&M played well. Xavier played well. Um, Xavier's going to win the NIT, right? I hope so, man. I think they they are they are one of the better teams. The problem is, is Buzz Williams, uh, Texas Tech. What is Texas Tech? What Texas are they? A&M. Texas A and M. What are they? The Texas A and M. Whatever Aggies. Aggies are 
another team that felt like they should have been in the tournament. I feel like they probably should have been in the tournament before us because of the fact that we lost 10 out of the last 12, right? I've never had a problem saying that. You put our records up next to each other and what we did in conference play, all that stuff probably looks identical. But we lost 10 out of our last 12 regular season games. Makes a big difference. That being said, the talent that's on this Xavier team is a top 15 team talent. We just didn't have a top 15 coach to coach them. I'm not saying we do right now, but we've got something that obviously is working for the time being. And this is going to be a really good game because this Texas Tech team is really good. They could have won a game or two in the tournament, I believe, 100%. So I'm very interested to see. It's going to be a tough game on Thursday night, but uh, super stoked about it, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Um, I used to think that whoever won the NIT, like that was the team that should have been in the in the tournament. I don't know if I think that as much anymore because if Xavier wins it, honestly, they uh, they didn't deserve it. it. But Penn State's won a couple tournament NIT tournaments over the past like ten years, and Penn State never really deserved to be in it. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, but it it does it does make you feel a little bit better. I'm glad they took the you go out with wins in the championship. I'm glad they did so. Yeah. Um, So and also, I really hope if if uh, I almost called him Archie Miller. If uh, if Miller keep it doesn't keep Jonas Hayes on to on his staff, I really hope he gets an opportunity to coach, be a head coach somewhere. He didn't get the Georgia job. He interviewed for it, didn't get it. But I'm going to tell you right now, man, I'm, uh, he's boosting his resume big yeah. time right now, big time. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that kind of takes care of uh, basketball uh, for the time being, and it's time to get into one of the funnest parts every week. Of this, uh, I think I think you're gonna I think you're gonna laugh at this uh, <laughs> this Mount Rushmore. At the Mount Rushmore, I'm super excited. So, can we real quick? So, the Mount Rushmore this week is of juices. Um, is lemonade? Would that be considered lemon juice, or am I if if you're getting lemon juice? Because like grape juice, I'm thinking sugar, right? Like that's pretty sugary stuff like that. Lemon juice is just. You get something that says lemon juice on it, man, and that is, but lemonade. Right here, you're gonna feel it. Right, but lemonade, on the other hand, that's is, a different drink to me. Totally different. All yeah. right, I just wanted to make sure. I just want to make sure. Okay. All right. Now that we have that, I'm gonna let you go first. I'll go first on the. Uh, I'm gonna go first on the comedy. I, I've got to go first on the comedy. Okay. Speaking of comedy, to introduce the juice thing, if you've never seen Dave Chappelle's joke about juice and the difference between white people and black people how they what they think is juice and what is drink <laughs> like, black people, <laughs> like orange drink great drink we yeah. get some grape drink yeah, yeah. And his white friend said do you want some do you want some juice <laughs> he's like what is juice anyway i'm not gonna do the whole thing if you've never seen that go to youtube and look up dave Chappelle juice well, here we are, a bunch of, of white guests. boys talking about juice. So I guess we just fell right into it. Yep. Let me is. tell you what we don't fall into, though. None of us make potato salad with apples or peanuts or whatever else they raisins, olives, raisins, raisins, whatever people's. I'm sick and tired of that joke. <laughs> That's disgusting. I've never had it. I've never seen it. I've never seen potato salad with raisins in it. Never put raisins in anything. No, but I've never even seen it. Like I've never no, been neither. to. Yeah. Any any family party, any other people's family parties where there's potato salad and white people with or and white people and raisins. I've never seen it. Where does that joke come from? 
understand it. Maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe it happens in other parts of the country or something. I've all right. Well, here's the like, deal. Here's the deal. I'm just it makes you want to slap somebody. It huh? makes me want to walk up and slap Dave Chappelle. <laughs> no, Dave Chappelle never told that joke. Maybe he did. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't stand that. <laughs> I'll put a, I don't put raisins. Nobody does. It's disgusting. Stop saying why white people always put raisins in potato salad. We don't. It's gross. We don't. We agree with you. I, don't like, dis- I, don't I agree even, with you. I don't even like potato salad. Oh, see, I love me some potato salad. <laughs> I love you. And the mayonnaise thing. All right. Cause I'm like a lot of you, bro. I am a mayonnaise nut. I put mayonnaise on everything and I have thick lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> but I didn't know that was a white thing either. Why are you gonna put white, oh, white mayonnaise on everything? Never knew that either. Uh, so I watch I watch a lot of wilding out. I love wilding out. Nick Cannon's wilding out. I think those dudes are funny as all get out. I love that show. They're always talking about those two things: mayonnaise on on stuff and and raisins in the potato salad. I'm sick of it. Although yeah. the obviously the mayonnaise thing might be right because I do love mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't. So there you there go. There you go. Uh, okay. So anyway, juices. Okay. So so basically, fruit juices or vegetable juices or whatever. These are your top four juices. Okay, you're up. No, you're you going first. Up. Yeah. Okay. Let me get my notes here, even though I don't think I need them. Here's my Mount Rushmore of juices. All right. It's cranberry. It's grape. It's orange. And it's apple. And then let me tell you this. Okay. Those are the four juices I've had in my life. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So let me tell you this. Three and a half of those, I don't like. Three and a half of the four on my Mount Rushmore, I don't like. Is it half of? Is the apple juice the half you do like? I would is say the, juice? I would say the cr- apple juice might be my least favorite. Cranberry. You guys is, had apple juice yeah. in your house. I drank it a ton when I was a kid. <laughs> Orange juice too. It's terrible. I don't know how graham crackers and apple juice started getting dunked in your house. I don't know if it was me and Joey that or you. And I don't know how that started happening, but I just remember dunking graham crackers and apple juice. At your guys' dining room table. As a kid, that's not a bad idea. No. It's and kind it, of a fun thing. And then we thought it was funny and kept doing it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, not nearly as good as peanut butter cracking <laughs> <and> milk, obviously. <laughs> but uh, if that's what you have, if you have some Ta- plain. Tag and, along know, and milk. Yeah. If we had, you know, uh, my favorite was when we had the cinnamon graham crackers. If we didn't Ooh, and we yeah. just had regular graham crackers, yeah. I'm like, ah. but. I never understood why anybody ever had just regular graham crackers. Because there, once you have a cinnamon graham cracker, why would you ever get a regular graham cracker ever again? It's like you eat a. It's like eating a bagel and then eating a donut and then going back to a bagel. I really want that bagel. <laughs> what Man, are you doing? Bagel sounds really good right now. Are you kidding me? There's a donut next to it. Man. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're Amen. on the same page there. Amen. So anyway. Don't like juice and uh, cranberry juice is okay in moderation. You, craziest part about that is cranberry juice is disgusting. I hate cranberry juice. So that is not on your Mount Rushmore. No. Grape juice. I drink grape juice all day long. Uh, the purple kind or the kind with the green grapes, the clear stuff with the green grapes. I drink either oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I drink the purple, ju- the purple grapes or the green grape juice. I like the uh, the the orange juice, obviously. Uh, pulp, no pulp. I'm I could really care less to wow. be honest. I could care. People are always like, oh, 
I hate the pulp. Man, who cares? It's just a little extra, little extra hair. something in there. Hair. It's hair. It's not hair. It's hair. It tastes like hair. I, I'm, I'm, I can't have a stronger stance than no pulp <laughs> when orange juice. Gotcha. If I have to drink orange juice and feel and feel sick the rest of the day, I'm going. What about low a pulp. low pulp? Nope. What is That's low pulp much. worse than pulp? No, low pulp is better than pulp. See, but. no, I feel like low pulp is worse than pulp because then it's then it's like, ah, uh, what are you trying to do here? It's like every once one, in a while I, I get one, one of these whole thing. Yeah, if you're gonna give it to me, <laughs> let me know what I got. You know what I mean? I don't shake it up either, so it's all it's no pulp until I get to the last quarter, and then I'm just drinking heavy the, pulp. I'm just drinking the insides of an orange. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. I drink. I I had one for dinner last <laughs> Wednesday because mm-hmm. Adam was coming on a mandarin. Yeah, same thing as an orange. I'm, I'm sure you peel that thing, yeah. and all the little stringy. All the little stri- I I spend. I dated Pulse. this. I dated this girl for a short time, and she kind of got me into eating those. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? These aren't that bad, and and, and they're small, so I can deal with them. It's not a heavy big thing. And and so I'm like, this is a decent snack, and it's way healthier than anything than anything else. I eat. It, it, she she cracked up at me watching me peel it. I, watching me peel it, I sent her a picture of it every time I did. I had this big mound <laughs> of hair of of <laughs> orange hair of, of yeah orange hair, and I'm like, I, I, I so can't. look, you know, there's a trick to that, right? You take it and you roll it in your hand for a while, pull oh, just I a little that. bit of pressure, and you still get all that. Oh yeah. Uh, you like really get every last little bit, don't you? I try to. Oh, that's. I mean, that's if, a lot of work. If I can, work. if it's not hanging off, but I can still see it on there, I pick at it and then, and then get it, it off. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You just need a knife. And and you know what? That's the same kind of thing when people say, "Oh, you you, you just peel the banana from the bottom, and then you don't get the first off. First off, that banana from the bottom thing. It's a All joke." Right. Is it is it really a joke? I th- I, I think it doesn't. I work. I'm sick and so sick and tired of here. Oh, that's how monkeys eat them. I'll, okay, all right. Is I, it? I, that's what I've heard. But you know what? First off, I hate bananas. I ate a banana this morning. I'm trying to get a little bit better. Trying to get a little healthy. You know, in my I've been trying to. Uh, I've been saying I'm going to for a while, but today I decided it was really going to happen. I had a whopper for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> But I did have a banana for lunch. I had Jersey Mike's for lunch. <laughs> Sorry. I had a Whopper for dinner. Jersey Mike's for lunch. The regular size. I didn't get the giant. Oh, good for you. Yep, there you go. Uh, and I had a banana for breakfast. And I hate it, but I was at the hotel and I had bananas sitting there. So I grabbed a banana because I know I should eat that for breakfast. I know I should. But I hate bananas. And I think it's a texture thing, right? Like, I'm, I'm not, I can, like, texture things really don't bother me normally, but banana for some reason does. But trying to get the top of that thing going without smushing the banana, because once you smush it and it gets that, like, different color than the rest of the banana, Gross. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Now it's a slimy thing. Now it just became slimy all of a sudden. You got to pick, you just got to break that top part off. The rest of the time. <laughs> Oof. But same thing. You get the strings on the banana when you peel it. Yeah, you get I, the same thing. I'm, I, I will. I clean will, a banana off. Oh, I'll clean that banana. Oof, I bet you do. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go grape. I'm gonna go orange, and I'm gonna go apple. All right, so we're pretty much on the same page with those. No cranberry juice. That's disgusting. If you say V8, I will slap you in the face. No. Okay. No, I feel like it can't be. I feel like you can't just say V8 because it's got too many things in it. It's not a specific juice. Like you can get 
carrot juice and this juice. I feel like that'd be all right, but for that sounds gross too. Oh. Tomato juice oh. sounds terrible oh. unless it's in a Bloody Mary with all kinds of other stuff. No, pineapple juice. Oh, I love pineapples, man. I like pineapple juice. So that's my fourth. This was a terrible, terrible. This might be the worst <laughs> Mount Rushmore we've ever done. No, we had the fun conversation about peeling stuff. Yeah, of it. yeah I guess so. I guess it, it jumped into something. Let me ask you one more banana question. Ugh, okay. If you're making the decision to eat a banana, how much, what the color of the outside of the peel? Yellow, yellow, yellow. Uh, yellow. I don't even care if it's green because I don't like bananas anyway. So I don't care if it's ripe or not ripe or anything. Don't I don't want anything. I don't want even a, a speck of brown on it because if I unpeel that thing, and there's any slimy, nasty brown thing on there, I will will not eat the banana. And I'm not that kind of guy. Y'all know me. I'll eat anything. Like, no, nothing bothers me. The banana is the one thing I just – there's I don't know what it is about bananas, man. I can't stand them, especially like that. My wife lets them, like – like, once they start, they, she lets them, like, turn, like, black and then puts them into banana bread. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. that's what people do with them. I always tell my son, my son eats that stuff. I'm like, do you know what that banana looked like before you ate it? It's so gross. Yeah, All like, she did was cook it in bread. I would rather eat a banana than banana bread. I don't, I don't, I'd rather not have either. <laughs> that's right. Give me a banana runt and I'm in. Yes. <laughs> now the banana, the banana, banana flavor runt. I'm in for, like the sugar flavor, I'm in for that. I, I'm normally not a banana flavor anything, but a banana runt for banana some Banana runt, dude. Fits right around the end of the tongue. That's the king. It's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, man. Here we go. Yeah, that, that puts us on to a, the last segment of the show, which I'm super excited about this. <laughs> so John F. O'Donnell. Mm -hmm. Manic depressant chocolate fountain operator, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Impressive. Guys got it. So if you've watched this special, you may not know. There's a chance I, I did some looking up on this guy. If you've already watched the special, because it looks like it's pretty old because he held up like an iPhone 4. To, oh, to, really? To, oh, yeah. It, it looked like it was pretty old. Wow. I was fooled. Yeah. So um, anyway, this guy, uh, you may not know this, or, or maybe you did if you looked some, looked some stuff up after you watched this. He's got bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. Did He's, you know that? He says it during the thing. He does? Yeah. Yeah, like 300 times. Oh, I get it. I get Man, it. Man, I my my sarcasm is not hitting. Did not hit. No, no, no. Head. It's it's. I just did. Just flew right over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah. This is that's exactly what this thing is. All right. So this guy has some issues, and they. This dude is a lot. This dude is a lot. John's a lot. I laughed. I texted myself the one time I laughed because I was like, I better text myself because I laughed. So I couldn't give it zero Hans. I, I did laugh. And here's what I laughed at. Uh, let me go to Chris. Chris, wait, here we go. The Black Lives Matter and apple cinnamon oatmeal joke. I thought that was really funny. Tell me I don't know about, but tell me I don't, <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't be involved, or I, I can't, uh, I can't understand the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And then he goes into a joke about apple cinnamon oatmeal and regular oatmeal. And here's the deal. The dude did a great job with that. I thought that was funny because it was sarcastic. He was able to, you know, he kind of, he, he went to the line and towed it and kind of played around a little bit and came out looking really, I laughed at that. 
I don't think I laughed at any point of any of the rest of this special. Wow. This might be my least favorite special we've ever done. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'm so may, are we all, we, we might be total opposites of each other then, huh? Um, Did you love it? I wouldn't say I loved it. But this dude was the most it. annoying cat I've ever heard in my life. If I was at that comedy special, I'd just be like, what is going on right now? That, that like, talking craziness about nothing and then like going on a tangent with your devil fingers and yeah, yeah, that was weird. what is go- i get it you're bipolar and you're like playing to that a lot and that's and good for you for being able to talk about it i know you want us all to tell you good job because you can talk about it and all that you made it very very clear that you want us to tell you that you're good and it's you know good for you for being able to talk about it but oh my gosh that's not my kind of comedy right there that's not my kind of comedy. I like some physical comedy, but whew, holy cow. I don't even know what was going on half the time. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, it was hard to keep up with sometimes. I no idea. So that being said, I talked to Adam. I was Adam called me last night, and it was uh, I was about 17 minutes in. That's me. I'm Adam. Adam Schmidt. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if I should be talking to them. To the listeners are talking to you. I don't know how this Switch works. It back and forth. <laughs> You're like him. Sometimes he was talking about John in third person, and sometimes he talked about himself. Just like this guy right now. Uh, anyway, so when you're, you when you called me, you're a Savior saying, fan. Yeah, he's a Savior he's a fan. fan. <laughs> so you called me. It's it was 17 minutes into it. We talked about it for a while, and I told you right then and there, I'm gonna finish this. I didn't want to. I definitely. Did not want to finish it, but I gave it my all and I sat there and I gave it my full attention. It was just me and the TV full attention. I rewound it a few times to see if I missed where the funny part was and I couldn't find it. And I don't think the crowd could either. He got mad at the crowd one time because they clapped too late. Now you're supposed to clap when I did this joke and I was going down under the bar. They well would have, if it was funny, bud, but, it wasn't. So I gave it because I did laugh. I gave it, and it's probably not even the lowest score I've ever given anything, but I gave it a 1.8. Oh, no, you've given something lower than that. Hell, it was probably Jim Gaffigan or something like that. Uh, I mean, Jim uh, Gaffigan's not that. This dude's way better than Jim Gaffigan. Or, sorry, Jim Gaffigan is way better than <laughs> Sorry. I would never say that. I apologize. Strike that from the record. Let's take this back. Jim Gaffigan is way better than this guy. 1.8. All right. Do are we going to continue our streak of not agreeing with each other this week? Because we've had about three. This will be the fourth straight week then that we are on opposite sides of the fence when it comes to the comedy special. Well, here's the thing. I don't disagree with anything you said. Um the only thing, and uh, he's a, a big political guy. Apparently, he's on some political show on one of the channels. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, apparently. it was. A, he talked a lot about it and even got off on, like, tangents. But then I thought did a pretty good job sometimes of, like, going off on something where he, it seemed like. He that, did it on that, purpose, though. He was yeah. doing it on purpose, and yeah. he did a good job of coming back. I agree. I agree. He played. The, he turned it around and did all the stuff that you should do. I just didn't know what was going on, and it wasn't funny. Sorry. So, yeah. I, see, I think the guy is funny. I think he, he did a little bit too much on some of that stuff. 
I think, you know, misdirecting and, and going in a different direction than he started the joke and then coming back, maybe some of that was, I think where he went in a lot of cases was like, all right, you're just up here to tell us your political opinions now. Yeah. And the fact that you have bipolar disorder. It, yeah. And, and, and you, and you keep talking about that. You keep saying that. So yes, in that way, I totally agree, but I think I'm giving him maybe more credit than I should be for having, for coming back to the joke. You mean for like doing what a, what a comedian does, like, like framing a joke, how a comedian should frame a joke. Doesn't that then mean that the joke should be funny? Not necessarily. I mean, the words depend, the words in it depend, it matter, you know? Sure. But, but I think he did a good job of that. And I, if, if that's all he did and none of it was funny at all, I would have given him the same score. I think some of the stuff that he did, his, his misdirection was he came back and then even misdirected a little bit more, even was like, came back to what it was to, to what the joke originally was and then said something different than I thought he was going to say at the end of that. So I think because of that, I, I actually think he's, he's kind of funny. It was just some, it was just a little bit too much of the political stuff. And he did, you know, like really play up that, that bipolar thing. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what you just said. So the fact that you had to talk yourself into it that much <laughs> tells me that we're definitely not on the same page right here. You had to talk yourself into whatever score you just gave him. I just told you earlier in relationships, <laughs> I do that as very same thing. <laughs> I, it's very, I'm, I'm being very self-reflective right now. Uh, and you're right. You're 100% right, I think. I gave it a 3.4. Holy that's cow. A, that's way too high. Are you kidding but, me? I'm, 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 what's half for you? What is half for you? A three two or and a two and a half? That far above a half? You gave him almost a full ha above half. Yeah, I gave it. That was a full a ha, ha above half, average. Yeah, so it if average, average is two and a half. That guy got a full ha better than average. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. Okay. My middle is three. And he got a 1.8. So there you go. <laughs> well below average for you. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Maybe someday it's not going to be soon. Maybe someday I might go back and watch this again or watch something. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are other. There's clips some more of them. Yeah. Um, that's what I, I feel like. That's what I should do. And I might, you know, my opinion might change because of that. But um, anyway, yeah. It was uh, that was definitely a different one. I had no idea what to expect there. Well, I'll tell you what, that was that. Yeah, you some a lot of times when we watch something new, like new people, something new, it's usually pretty. We usually it's pretty good. Usually, that was horrible. Uh, Chris, let me ask you: You are a big user of Netflix, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I almost always go through the Netflix to find what I want to do. There's a lot, a lot of new Netflix specials. And you watch Netflix for other things besides the comedy specials. You watch shows. Yeah, Seinfeld's on there, documentaries. Yeah, all those things. Yeah. That's good because our Mount Rushmore for next week is going to be the Mount Rushmore of Netflix shows. Oh, boy. And that could be all time. That could be current. That could be anything you want it to be. Okay. The four best 
anything on Netflix that you have watched? That's going to be tough. I've got my number one right now. But after that, it's going to be tough. Is it a current show on right now? Um, it's a show that's about to come out with another season that hasn't been out in a while. Okay. Um, it's but I, I it's it's actually in the BBC, so we just get it afterwards. I think. Oh, it's awesome. Right. By far my favorite. Um, all right. So here's the deal. There's a lot of new stuff out there. We watched Miss Pat. Um, we talked about Taylor Tomlinson having a new one. I keep saying I want to do uh, Earthquake. Uh, legendary um, Jeff Foxworthy came out with another one. Mike Epps this week came out with another one. I like Mike Epps. I like Mike Epps in movies. I don't know how I feel. Like sometimes his comedy doesn't get me as well as when he's in a movie. I like him better in movies. Maybe this is super hilarious. So I'm not going to do Mike Epps because I don't want to be. I don't want to go two of these in a row. <laughs> so I in Jeff Foxworthy, you know, I don't know why, but for some reason I don't want to do Jeff Foxworthy, even though that dude is funny. I love Jeff Foxworthy. You know what's a little funny? And maybe it's just the times getting to me and all the wokeness and all that kind of stuff. But his the title, I feel like he should have chosen a different title. I feel like his kind of country backwoods sort of the persona, good old days. Yeah. Have you not heard like people say like maybe I'm thinking of like the good old boys club and stuff. Okay, that is a kind totally of, different. The good old days no, and the good old boys. No, I I think I think of it as a similar thing. Like the good old days when you know we were when you could whoop your kids. The thing about Jeff Foxworthy. When Jeff Foxworthy no, but but I'm just saying uh no, don't make this man change it. Because there are some people. No, I disagree. I totally disagree. Uh, Jeff, Jeffy, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's back. I leaned on it. Oh. Uh, lost. We lost sound for a second in our mic in our headphones. Um, there's no, there's no snare. I can't hear the snare. There's no snare in my headphones. Is that uh, Eminem, right? Yeah. Um, so, Jeff Foxworthy, listen. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not. Yes, it's too woke. It's too woke. To You're too woke. You're too woke right now. Let the comedian, let the comedian reminisce on when he was a child. He ain't coming up here and he's not going to sit. Jeff Foxworthy's not going to sit here and talk about good old days when black people couldn't vote and women couldn't vote. And Come on. I know. No, I know that. And I'm not saying that I, that I'm offended by that or anything. I'm saying maybe read the room right now and, and talk about the same things that I'm sure he's talking about. Cause Jeff Foxworthy's not that kind of guy. No, but, but find a different title for it. Totally disagree. Okay. Totally. I could not disagree with you. So because right I now. said that, do you want to do Jeff? Fox no, I, no, I don't. Now I want you to pick it. So we can <laughs> see how racist Jeff Foxworthy is. Read the room. Adam says Jeff Foxworthy, read the room. You know what room Jeff Foxworthy's reading a room in his four barn, <laughs> $4 million ranch, five, $400 million ranch. That he lives on me. Read no room. He, Get the heck out of town. <laughs> Tell a comedian, doesn't he? We just, we just watched the pod or watched the podcast, watched a comedy special called Manic Depressant Chocolate Fountain Operator. No, you don't get, and you chose that. You don't get to talk about titles of 
read the room. That is the dumbest title I've ever heard for anything in my entire life. But that's not the. It's not the same when it comes to reading the room. I get that. It's okay. not the same that way. But there ain't nothing wrong with calling something the good old days. It's just reminiscent. I, I could call like when I was in high school being the good old days for me, right? Like that, or or when I was in my twenties, it was the good old days. Wouldn't it matter who I was for that? Like if you're talking to Donald Trump and Donald Trump called it the good old days, yeah. In that case, it's probably read the room is probably right. But Jeff Foxworthy, like his what's his good old days? Riding a truck, doing donuts in a field and playing football. Yeah, anything in the country song. Yeah, exactly. So what's wrong with the good old days in that case? Oh, Never I'm mind. so sick of all these woke kids. I got to sit around all day. <laughs> Children, jeez, old Pete. What are you talking about? You work in the, you work in probably the least woke industry. Hundred percent correct. <laughs> that is a hundred percent correct. The definitely the least woke industry that is still around. Oh Lord! All right, I'm going with Earthquake Legendary. I'm doing it. I wanted to do it last week. Miss Pat came out, so I did that. I'm gonna go Earthquake. Uh, that still gives me. There's still Taylors out there. There's some other ones that I missed too that came out a few. Oh, I just gotta go back and find them. There are so many that we have on on a list now, which is awesome because for a long time we were really struggling. We were. We were. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in a good time right now. A lot of new ones out. Yep. I'm good. I, I, I'm really glad. I've been wanting to watch this one, and I've been holding off uh, because I figured we would one of us would pick it soon. Yeah. So I'm excited yeah. about that. All right. That sounds good. Uh, what is it called? Legendary. Man. Mm. Probably should have read the room, you know, calling himself well, a legend. That's no, pretty That's, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty uh, prideful of himself to be. We've talked calling about himself that. a legend. It, it, it is a little off-putting when when comedians, uh, Dave Chappelle's doing it lately mm-hmm. and all kinds of I, guys. I, now that I say that, I was just kidding going into that, but you're exactly right. That is one of the things that has annoyed me during a lot of these specials. But we'll see. I mean, we're, uh, I think, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Kevin Hart, like, basically produced this or got him the well it's part of Chappelle it's called um or no Chappelle yeah it's uh Chappelle's home team earthquake Chappelle yeah yeah so but that's good I'll tell you the preview that I've seen for it it looks really funny to me all right good yeah good 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 I like it that sounds good to me we still got Jim Gaffigan comedy monster in there there's still a a lot Louis, a new Louis C.K. You know, I'm gonna watch that one on my own because you have to, I, because it's, I think it's only on his website, and I think it's one of those things you have to pay for it because he's done that before. You had to pay like five bucks or something to see it on his website. Yeah, that sounds about it. right. He's, yeah, that sounds about Louis. Oh, Louis, <laughs> buddy, you need to be putting some free stuff out there, man. You be, come on, man. Come on, man. You want people to start liking you again, and you're gonna make them pay? Come on, man. People hate you. Nobody's paying five dollars to somebody they don't like. Now, if you put something free out there and somebody's like, let me go see what this train wreck does. And then all of a sudden it's good. Come on, man. Who's this dude's PR? I need I to promise be. It's good. Oh my gosh. I need to be a publicist. I would be a that would be a fun job. I feel like both of us would be good. hundred percent. Yeah. To just tell somebody, hey, dummy, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't do that. Do this. Be way better. I sincerely apologize from the bottom of my heart to everyone that I expected. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like a publicist is just like Jiminy Cricket in Pinocchio. Just the little the little conscious. cricket on you just conscious be your guide, man. It's pretty simple. Life's pretty simple that way. Yeah. 
if you can just figure that out. <laughs> oh, this is a fun one. There you go, bud. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. This is uh, we've had we've had uh, guests on the last two weeks. No guests today, although we did get to talk about Chris Walk, Chris Walk, Walk, Will Smith, and Chris Rock, Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken. Um, so that was fun. We got some good stuff out of it there. Um, I had a good time today, man. I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you stopped over. Uh, speaking of, I saw. Uh, speaking of stopping over, so when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and I think it was a week before, like the world shut down, you were feeling a little sick, mm-hmm. and you did not come to the house when the Kraft Burger Brothers were coming over. That's right. They have since now launched the truck in. He has quit his job, his real job, and his real job is now the Kraft Burger Brothers food truck. I love that. Which follow your dreams, do your thing, Jeremy, uh, and um, God bless America. I'm so terrible with names. He just followed us on on YouTube too. Son of a gun. I'm going to. Well, terrible. hope he doesn't see this. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy's partner. God, now I got to go back and look. I'm so terrible. I've just known Jeremy for so long. I've only met that guy a couple times. So. I apologize. I'm terrible. Anyway, Jeremy wants to come back on. So I think we need to get them back on here. And uh, he said he might even because he stopped at at Skyline to make you a Skyline chili. If you remember that, he yes. made he stopped to make you a Skyline chili burger. burger. And uh, it was pretty good. Their burgers are good, dude. The bacon jam. It's worth every penny. I got. I got to find out where the truck is and and, and stop up, dude. Jump on. They you, you get on the old FaceTube, man. They, he's he's out and about all the time now. He's <clears throat> he's going around. I think uh, maybe next Wednesday, maybe he'll be at uh, Del High Liquor Store mm-hmm. underneath. They got a little tap room down there, and they bring a truck down there. You can get beer from the liquor store and have a little food right there. So now that that's coming up, he's got quite a few dates with them. I know that. Yes. So. Westside uh, Westside Brewing over by me uh, has trucks over there all the time. Yeah, and he'll probably. I'm sure he's trying to get into stuff like that. He's trying to do. No, he just did my buddy uh, Peter Kramer uh, chemicals. I guess I don't know what they do over there. They make like the little beads that you Procter and Gamble like the Tide beads or something like that. Anyway, uh, a couple of my buddies worked there, and I know he went there and did a little thing. You know, they just pay him a flat rate, and he brings stuff in, and people eat. Anyway. <clears throat> We might have to get the Burger Bros back on the podcast. He wants to talk some sports. so That would be fun. All right. That sounds good. Well, I'll talk to him, and I'll see if we can get that thing going. Outside of that, my friend, I believe next week we are doing the – oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you did say what we're doing for Mount Rushmore. Netflix shows. I had to think about it. Netflix shows, Mount Rushmore, we got – Earthquake, legendary as the comedy special. The NIT will be over. The NCAA championship will be over. Uh, We'll probably talk a lot about that next week before the playoffs start to get a little interesting in the NBA and baseball starts. So until next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on.